Do you need to go get your water? Yes. Okay. I'll just, I'll hold it steady. I'll hold it down. Here we go. Okay, well, I'll start the intro. Yeah, okay. Okay, never mind. I don't have to start the intro, y'all. She's here. She's back. She's got it. (laughs) All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to, or welcome back to, Books, Booze, and Banter. I'm Shalina. And I'm Chelsea. What's up, guys? It's weird oh. because this is our first like remote recording. So if something goes wrong or half of this doesn't upload, then I blame it on the internet or <laughs> I blame it on this platform that we're using, you know, because we're not we're not in person. We're not together like we normally are because Shalina decided to leave us. I did. Listen, I needed a change. <laughs> So he decides to go to Oklahoma City. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. Just kidding. Your girl's still kind of scared of leaving home, so (laughs) I need to be somewhat close. But But not too far. But not too far. She's scared Um, of leaving me is what she's really saying. (laughs) I have a great support system at home, you included, and so it was hard to just pack up and move across the country. Also... Your girl needs a new car before she does that because you don't need to be breaking down hundreds of miles from home. So, um, Look, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. So hear me far. Now. I saw this Jaguar for sale. It's oh only like 56,000. Only. <laughs> I found you a new car. <laughs> only. Only. Only like 56 only grand. Probably, I don't know, two thirds three-fourths, a large amount of what I make in a year. <laughs> it's fine. It's pocket change for you, right? <laughs> yeah, no biggie. No <laughs> All right. Well, um, like I said, so if the sound is off or for some reason this doesn't go well, um, you know why. Uh, blame it on the internet. But yeah. we're glad that y'all are listening after our little hiatus while we got through the new year and Shalina got situated in her new pad. So here we are. Here we are. And happy new year. I hope it's going well for everybody. How's 2024. Girl, it's been going. Nothing nothing new. I mean, I did have like a, a little job change doing the same thing with just a different company. So that's been interesting trying to get acclimated to. Um, but yeah, really nothing much going on in 2024 so far. Got some mini trips that I'm looking forward to and that's about it. I've got nothing set in stone, but your girl's trying to go to an all-inclusive this year. Okay. Uh, Look, I told you about the cruise that's (laughs) all-inclusive that y'all didn't want to go to with me. I was down to go on that cruise, but it was for couples only, not singles. So <laughs> they would not allow me onto the cruise. Look, <laughs> look, we can find you someone. <laughs> we can put out a Craigslist ad. It's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh, no Craigslist ads. I mean, it might be better than the dating apps at this point. <laughs> I mean, probably. Oh, you know what I was just thinking? Speaking of Craigslist. Because we were just talking about, like, uh, books we should do next. Um, What about, I think, you know, Set With The Times, the, like, Gypsy Rose Blanchard 
book. Isn't there like a book or something out about it? Oh, there's a book about it? I might be lying, but I think there's like some kind of book or, or you know, something, something like short story. Maybe it's just articles. I might be lying, actually. But I was thinking that there was some kind of book out that like, or that maybe it's already been released before. I might be wrong, but um, because she just got released like, what, December 28th? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And so I thought that it would be fitting for the times, but I oh, might yeah, be totally down. wrong and there's no book out whatsoever. I'm to be down continued. if there is one. I've been following yeah. her on Facebook and she is literally just living her best life and calling out all the haters and posting all the statuses and talking about how good her husband is in bed, you know? So <laughs> she says, Honestly. fuck the haters. Yeah, why not? Honestly, why not? I mean, yeah, you do you, girl. Whatever. Um, well, anyway, on a different note, we do not have a, a drink of choice today. We We're don't. both here kind of doing a little bit of a damp January situation. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're not going to call it dry because neither of us are that committed. But no. a little bit of damp, you know, yeah. I, I think for me personally, I'm just not really like drinking at home anymore. Not that I drank excessively yeah. at home in the first place, but... I'm just not, you know, getting, you know, getting my wine open and, you know, doing that for, for no reason um, anymore, just because it's like a Thursday night, because why not? Um, so really, like, I'm only yeah. drinking on, like, special occasions, or if I, like, go somewhere, you know, for a specific reason. So, like, yeah. Friday night, we were going to, like, a live band, so I had a couple drinks at the Mexican place we went to, because obviously you have to have a margarita. Um, and then, but then before that, I think... The time before that, the only time I drank was whenever it was your going away party. Yeah. So, so here I, I am, committed. I super indulged uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> and then my going away party. And I had a couple bourbon drinks at dinner the other night. See, that's the thing about being by yourself in a city. Is like, normally if I'm out with friends, like, if one of us isn't drinking more than the other, then they can pick up the slack or we can always be mm -hmm. from home. But, you know, you're in a group, so I feel fine having more drinks and, like, getting tipsy. But obviously here by myself, I don't want to get tipsy. So sure. I haven't been out very much because of the weather and, you know. So I just haven't been drinking. And so I was like, you know what, why not? Let's just barely drink this month. It'll be fine. And then come it back in hard in February. Yeah. Well, it's my birthday in like Yeah, her three birthday. Weeks. And she'll be back in town. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll be back in town. We'll we'll record yeah. then in person. Um yes. I know y'all are super concerned um <laughs> about the status of our recordings. So yeah. Yeah, we'll probably oh. pre record a couple just so that we have some to put out and um I wanna hit hard on socials this year. I know we talk about it all the time and kinda sorta do, but don't. Mm -hmm. We're going to do like Honestly, I have just been so into rereading the whole Sarah J. Mass universe that I've just like, I haven't done anything else with my time. Yeah. Yeah. She's been very um, distracted at this point. Her, her time has been preoccupied. But on a I, side note, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've read Crown of Midnight and I am halfway through the tandem read. So I'm about. 350-ish pages into each book 
and I started Crowd of Midnight last Friday. It is now Sunday, if that tells you how much I've been reading. That's the thing is like I just I haven't had as much time <laughs> even with the snow and everything this week and being like stuck at home. Of course, like working from home, there is no snow days really. But I mean. Yeah. Even with, like, it being, like, my first week at, like, my new job and not having, like, too many clients or anything, it's just, like, okay, well, I don't have clients, but I'm, like, working on, like, chart notes and, like, trying to figure out, you know, still doing, like, training stuff. And then also, like, the house is a mess. And then, you know, so on and so forth. So I haven't had as much time as I thought I would this past week with the snow days and everything. But on a side note, I'm really – I'm really freaking Sorry. out over here. Oh, oh no, it's fine. It's I fine. You're freaking out. No, I was freaking out because look, I have this little like, what is this? Portable wireless wireless oh, mouse, and for my computer. And I normally use it on like my regular computer and everything, but I have mm-hmm. my iPad open right here beside my computer with my notes. And so, literally, if I hover, like if I move my mouse over to the side of the screen and like keep going, it shows up on my iPad. Okay. Oh. Yes. I like saw this little like dot moving around on my iPad because I was moving around with my mouse. And I'm like, what is going on with my iPad? And then I realized it was my mouse. And I'm like, (laughs) maybe everybody else knew this. Maybe I'm technologically stunted, but how cool. (laughs) It goes from my MacBook to my iPad. I'm just like an old lady. I I wouldn't know that because I don't have a MacBook, but with as like intuitive and integrated as all of Apple's products is, it, not it does not surprise me. It does not yeah. surprise me. Yeah, I was just really hate. concerned. <laughs> That's my love hate with them for sure. It's yeah. like it's wonderful that they all talk to each other and everything, but at the same time, you feel like you have to keep buying their shit. Yeah, it's brilliant, I agree. but it's annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, it annoys <laughs> it annoys me because even though I keep turning the setting off on all of my like products because I have like two MacBooks, one for work and one personal, and then an iPad, and then obviously the iPhone. Um, and so like I'll have all of them with like the Do Not Disturb setting like turned off across devices. Like whenever I set it on one device, it doesn't turn it on across all of them. But like specifically my work computer. I have it set on like do not disturb so that way it won't like ping at me while I'm in the middle of client sessions. Oops, bumping my microphone. But um, <laughs> it won't like ping at me or anything like that. But then like even though I have that setting turned off to where it doesn't share across devices, sometimes it still does. Um, and so sometimes my phone says it's on do not disturb and people, you know, send me text messages and I don't see it for a while. But anyway, that's neither that here sometimes. nor there. Yeah. <laughs> um, neither here nor there. Yeah, I forgot about my watch too, but. Uh, yeah, so today, dun, 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 dun. Or that's not a drum roll. <laughs> we are doing, uh, You Shouldn't Have Come Here by Geneva Rose. <laughs> and if you haven't already listened to our previous episode for, that was another Geneva Rose book, The Perfect Marriage, go back and listen to it. You should take a listen. You should take a listen because it was a good episode. And we we had a, I don't remember what it was, but it was a damn good drink. Oh, wait, I think it was like a champagne-based drink or something because we were like cheersing. Cheers. Yeah. Toast to the perfect perfect marriage. Yep. We had a, it was just a good champagne. It was good. Yeah. That was a good drink. And so, yeah, go listen to that too if you haven't already or if you haven't read that book, you should. Also, read this book too. Yes. If you 
<laughs> Spoilers. Don't ahead. follow Geneva Rose on socials. You absolutely should because she's hilarious. I feel like I'm her best friend. I do too. And the reason is because she tends to actually respond like mm-hmm, back to, to the fans. DMs. Mm-hmm. And so it's a real false sense of camaraderie there. <laughs> Like, I'm sure she is nice and actually means the interactions, but I guess I'm just not used to, like, people really, I don't know, when you, like, read an author or, you know, some sort of celebrity, no matter how famous they are or whatever, you just, like, don't expect them to actually respond because you know that they get a bunch of DMs and stuff all day. Sure. So every time she responds back, I'm like, oh, my God, we're friends. <laughs> Besties, <laughs> you and Geneva. Well, and she's just, Thank like, you. genuinely funny, too, though, because she'll, like, hilarious. post videos or reels and things like that, and she's just, like, talking, and she'll do these little voices or whatever, and I'm like, you're just a funny bitch. I like you. I know. Her and her husband just went on, like, an anniversary trip or whatever, and so <laughs> I follow her on Instagram, and I, I'm a big harder of stories, okay? Mm-hmm. But after a specific amount of hearts, I start to feel like I'm just a creeper. Because I know they're getting all these notifications. <laughs> I was like, I want to heart all your pictures, but I feel like a creeper. And she was like, LOL, you're not. But thank you but for I wanting am. to heart all my pictures. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm glad you don't think it's creepy that I'm hurting all your pretty pictures. I'm not a stalker, <laughs> but here I am in Panama with you, surprise bitch. <laughs> I'm not okay. crazy. Anyway, no, no, okay, no. moving along. Um, yeah, we love her. Want to be her friend. Um, I'm I'm really sorry I said what I said about the perfect marriage being predictable. I take it back. Uh, after you know, after seeing you on social media, I feel like I know you a little bit better, and I really like you a lot. Be be my friend. Okay, sorry, that was all. <laughs> okay, so I read this book last year, like I don't know, middle of last year. So I had to refresh myself on some of the finer points. It may not be quite as detailed as usual, because I'm not going to lie. I was like in this book, so I kind of took bare minimum notes. Mm -hmm. I think I read it in five hours, like all in one sitting. Yeah, it's a short, easy book to read. And so that's where it's like you get like really, um, I guess, captivated captivated Mm -hmm. with it really quickly. And so it's easy to just like sit and read it like in one sitting almost. Um, And it's funny, goofy, silly. (laughs) yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it um and yeah that's all i'll stop yeah i'll stop before i keep rambling (laughs) so it starts out so it's broken up into days as well it goes to what 10 11 days yeah i think Um, so so day one we've got grace she's on a road trip she gets low on gas she's traveling from new york to wyoming to just get away Okay, she needs a break from life, big city life in New York. So, she so I'm going to go to Wyoming yeah, out of all the places. To, I think like Dubois, Wyoming, which I want to say is where Geneva Rose is from. Is it Dubois or, like or is it Dubois? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know how to pronounce it, but never mind. Okay, keep, keep going. I'm going to Google it. I'm probably being like overly fancy in the pronunciation, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to Google it, but there's no, like. I think that's where she's from, though. 
Either that or her new book coming out later this year takes place where she's from. I don't remember. But anyways, she uh, goes to this gas station and there's like, I love that it's a classic, um, like creepy gas station guy. It makes mm-hmm. me think of uh, Cabin in the Woods, if you've seen that. Um, where they like go get gas and there's always a super creepy gas station attendant that's like giving all these um, creepy warnings. <laughs> They're super cryptic. <laughs> He's like leering at her. He even like chases after her car and she's just freaked out the whole time. I like the way that she described that whole thing. Oh. But first of all, I feel like that was red flag number one. Like I put a lot yeah. of red flags down, like drew them. There's, There's a lot so of red many. flags. And so I mean, many. it's fine, but also at the same time, I'm like, what? And so she's like, you know, in the middle of Dubois, Dubois, like whatever it's called. I was trying to look at the pronunciation and all it gave me was a bunch of YouTube videos. And I'm like, I can't listen to that right now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she's driving, you know, some rinky dink rental car or is it her car? Actually, it's a rental car. It's a oh, rental it is a rental car. car yeah. Her yeah. rinky-dink rental car that she says, you know, is, you know, not, doesn't seem very reliable, but whatever. In the middle of nowhere, there's <laughs> this one random-ass gas station with a creepy-ass guy chasing mm-hmm. after her to her car. Hell no. Red flag. And she doesn't have service. Like, yeah. as she's getting further and further, she's like, yeah, I have no service on my phone. And I'm like, okay, red flag. She's driving a bus, and I was like, damn. Maybe I won't get a monster. <laughs> and X that off my list. I'm, I'm telling like, you, uh, the Jaguar I mean, is waiting on you. I had a Mazda and I loved that damn car. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to get a Mazda this time. But now I'm, I'm like, maybe I'll go get a, a Forester. Here's an Forester. idea. Get a G-Wagon. Oh, my God. I'm not getting a damn G-Wagon. <laughs> I need a road trip vehicle. <laughs> That's road trip, okay? No, no, it is not. There's plenty of plenty of room in there for all your road trip needs. You could sleep in that, Absolutely. you know. You wouldn't be able to afford like an apartment or anything, but I feel like it's big enough to where you could yeah, sleep in there. That's so why. Um, basically, yeah. house in a car all in one. You know, I think it's no. really a bargain. Uh, listen, I'm used to living in a studio, but that's about as small as I'm going to get with my living quarters. <laughs> Um, okay, so we have Grace, you know, city girl, mm-hmm. um, and she's in Wyoming. I said, for what, question mark? Um, <laughs> you know, she doesn't ever directly say what she does or anything, in, at least in the beginning, but, you know, we get that she likes to read. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's in some kind of, like, high-stress job since she, you know, shows up in, like, a pencil skirt and, like, heels and, yeah. you know, she just needs to get away. Apparently, she does this every single year. She, like, picks a um, point on the map, like, throws a dart at it, and wherever it lands, that's where she goes. And I'm like, pretty yeah. cool idea, I guess. Um, yeah. And unless it ended up in, like, you know, I don't know, Conway, Arkansas or something, you know? Yeah. That'd be- <laughs> That'd be my luck. I'd throw it and it would hit like smack dang where we live. Um, <laughs> but anyway, moving along. So she gets to the Airbnb that she's staying at and we get introduced to Calvin. He's tall, tan, handsome. He's got a scar. I immediately pictured Jensen Ackles. I don't know if I was like 
Ooh, deep into a supernatural rewatch or if it was just the way that he was described or what, but that's who I had in my head. I could see and it. And I was like, uh, what up, Calvin? <laughs> so we have Calvin, our country boy slash Airbnb owner. And, uh, you know, straight out of a Hallmark movie, we have high stress city girl who is only here for, you know, a limited period of time. And oh, lo yeah. and behold, we got a good old country boy with his southern charm and his yeehaw. Flannel to... and his jeans and his hardworking hands and muscles. <laughs> <laughs> right out of a Hallmark movie. We love right it. Right out of okay. a Hallmark movie. But so. he's got some red flags, okay? He does. He has so many. I put in my notes, too, we are not drinking Bud Light because he, like, offers her Bud Light to drink every time they drink. And I was like, that's not going to be our drink <laughs> Hail no. For one, I don't like beer. Drink. I don't I like, like beer, beer for one. Not Bud Light. Mm. I just Definitely unless it's like a Bud cider Light. or something. That's it's about the only thing I can do. Um, I've been but anyway, dirty. even in the beginning, she like notes that he has like you know a scar above his eye, but then also he has mm-hmm. like some more recent like scratches or something on mm-hmm. his arm. And that look really fresh. And so it's kind of like, uh, where did those come from? And I'm like, uh, red flag. Um, and, oh, we forgot to mention that like the store clerk, like knew her name without her giving it. I, I wrote that down down here, but he call he calls her name and. Oh, I think that's at the end. Yeah, that's at the end though. What? I'm Are we sure? sure? But I yeah. think we find out at the end how he knew her name. Oh, maybe that is what it is then. Maybe maybe I'm uh, wrong. Okay. Like I said, it's been a long time since I've read Yeah, this. it's I been a minute since I've read it. <laughs> okay. But anyway, skin, but... that's relevant. But he, I think that was part of what made him creepy was he like called out her name like as she was like walking away or something yeah. like that. And then and they chased like, after her car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... But I could be wrong. So, Calvin, very, yeah. very friendly, there's, Southern charm. There's an immediate attraction between the two. And we learned he, like, left whatever he did to come take over the ranch after his parents died. And he rents out the Airbnb to, like, make extra money because it's expensive to run a ranch. He was like, he's got her for us. They're It's giving me, like, Yellowstone vibes, you know? Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, there's she, always a creepy basement. <laughs> so I was about to say. She's in the house, and he shows mm-hmm. her to his room, or to her room, which I also thought was kind of weird because normally it's, like, Airbnb. You're not staying, like in the same house as the owner you're yeah. staying in like a guest house or like you know some little attachment or something like that but she's literally yeah. just like staying in the same exact house like he's sleeping right down the hall or across the house and he's like oh yeah here's your room and then she like you know looks around but then she also sees that there's like a basement like by her room or close to the room with a padlock on it another yeah. red flag and then he's there like, was yeah, he's like, don't go in there, don't mess with that, or whatever. And what did he say that he had down there? I don't remember. Do you? No, I don't remember either. I don't remember if he said um, he has, like, ranch equipment or, like, files and just boxes and stuff down there or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was just supposed to be just a bunch of junk or whatever. Yeah. 
But then um, also in the room that she was staying in, mm-hmm. she um like looks in the dresser that is in there and fa- finds like women's underwear. Yeah. I love that she specified that it was Lululemon and Skims. I'm like, okay, Geneva, we see your taste. <laughs> so I, saw, I saw that too. And I was like, oh, okay. She's a, she's a modern girly. I know. And then when she's describing, um, like, the books that she brought, like, Grace is describing the books that she brought with her. She's talking about thrillers. And she's like, yeah, the thriller always promises um, this big, huge twist that you've never seen before. But, you know, that's what they all say. We'll see if this one stacks up. I'm like, I see what you did there, too. Because honestly and truly, as thriller girlies, we all know once you read a certain amount of thrillers, they do kind of all follow the same thing. The same, yeah. And it yeah. is mm-hmm. really hard to, like, actually find a thriller that shocks Something you to different. your core. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's why I liked the, and maybe maybe I just didn't see it come in, but I think that was what I really liked about The Silent Patient, which is mm-hmm. the plot twist. And I'm like, yeah. oh, but, you know. I'm not going to give it away any any spoilers, but, you know, some people were like, yeah, I saw it. And I'm like, no, I just did not. Like, I'm always, like, looking for it, too. And I'm like, everybody's a suspect. This is all suspicious. And I just didn't see it coming, you know, but that's besides the point. Um, I felt that way about this one. I didn't. I thought it was going one way and then it. Kind it really kind of then it took a whole ass left turn. It, I was like, okay. it took a whole a whole another like one eighty. <laughs> but I feel like what yeah. would have been really good if she was whenever Grace was talking about the books, if she would have mentioned that she would she brought the perfect marriage by Geneva Rose. Or oh my gosh, like that, that would have been so funny. But I, you I know, the, people would have been like, "That was cringe." You know, if she'd done it, I would have thought yeah. it was hilarious. I but you know, it was people would have talked shit. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You gotta like for no uh, reason. You gotta put yourself in there, you know. Um, what else? Let's see. She does talk about Colleen Hoover later. (laughs) Oh, I remember that too. Because the cop Wyatt or whatever she's reading it, but anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Getting ahead, yeah. She he mentions that the clothes are for his dead ex. Mm-hmm. There's no Lisa. cell phone service, no Wi-Fi, and I'm like red flag. Central. Red flag, okay. red flag, red flag. Like who doesn't have Wi-Fi? Like even if you live in fucking Wyoming, you know what? I'll yeah. tell you one thing. My mother-in-law, I got her this really cute little gift for Christmas, and it was one of those like digital photo frames that you know you upload the pictures to, and it sits on your cabinet and you know swaps through all the pictures on its own. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited about it. Because I had thought of it way in advance, got it on Black Friday, and then I had it sitting on the counter, and, like, our niece came over, and I was like, yeah, that's for your granny. And she was like, oh, well, don't those require Wi-Fi? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, granny doesn't have Wi-Fi. And I'm like, what oh the gosh. F do you mean she does not have Wi-Fi? <laughs> so my mother-in-law, <laughs> it is 2024, she does not have Wi-Fi. So there are people out there, but this is Arkansas, so I'm not that surprised. But yeah, typically, especially with Calvin, because it's not like he's old, you know? Well, you've got an Airbnb, you should, you know. If I'm looking on your Airbnb and it's in the middle of fucking Dubois, Wyoming, (laughs) and you tell me that there's no Wi-Fi, I'm going to be like, sus, no. Yeah, exactly. But. Um, Let's see. Other weird things. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's a cursed ranch. That's what they said. Cursed ranch. I said, one of them is shady as fuck. I didn't know who it was at the beginning, but I just knew one of them. 
Somebody One is. Of them were not cool. <laughs> yeah. But we we hear that it's a cursed ranch, but we also get like introduced to other like smaller characters um mm-hmm. throughout the book. But his parents are dead. At some point there was a fire. She goes mm-hmm. like immediately, you know, has this connection with Calvin and he's gonna show her around the ranch, teach her how to be a farm girly, and she's, you know, all for it. Um, yeehaw. And mm-hmm. so she goes the next day to go to, what was it, like some kind of like boutique or clothing store yeah. or something. Yeah. And so um, she, um, she I remember the lady's name. invented Betty. Her name's Betty. I called Betty. her Honeybee Betty. Okay. <laughs> she keeps bees she on his ranch. Yeah. Uh, but she goes to her shop and like to get some clothes that she can get dirty and like actually wear around the ranch. And, but Betty was um, kind of weird too, though. Yeah, she was strange. Everybody in here is suspect, honestly. But she acted really, yeah, she acted really weird, like in that. Um, oh, it was that for the fact that Betty knew her name uh-huh. and she hadn't given her her name. Yep. And uh, she just acted really weird, and yeah, and I mean that's the thing is she went there to get ranch clothes, but she bought Daisy Dukes and like white tank tops. So yeah, I know. you know, it's <laughs> really funny. I've never um, done also, a ranch, but I'm gonna go ahead and assume that's not ranch attire, unless you're trying to get, you know. I made a note about um, there's a cracked window in the room too. Mm, that yeah, she's sitting in, that. and then um, he mentions that something should be kept in cages, and I think it's his inner monologue. But I was like, because we no, get what? some point of views from his perspective too. Yeah, I said, now what? Are you, what are you talking about? Stuff needs to be kept in cages, Calvin. Mm, Where are you Ripley. keeping in cages, Calvin? Um. <laughs> but then also, whenever she like leaves that store, and you know, you're like, "Oh, Betty, she's kind of a creepy lady." But then her mm-hmm. car, all of a sudden, you know, of course, breaks down. Yeah, or ha- it starts yeah. having issues. And I said, "Car trouble." Calvin mm-hmm. didn't. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just like I said, everybody's a suspect. I'm just throwing shit out there. Calvin did it. Well, Make it that way, you will. These um, raccoons kill a bunch of chickens. <laughs> And I was like, first of all, I didn't know raccoons could kill chickens. Mm, Second of all, it's just adding to, like, the creepy, the creepy atmosphere of it. She said this up so perfectly. It's like classic slasher film stuff Mm -hmm. going on in here. And I love it so much because I watched so many of those. Pretty much all the classic slasher films you could ever think of. I've watched and the setup in this is like 10 out of 10. Yeah, I agree. There's also a really funny like through line about Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Look, I love Brussels. I'm offended that Calvin does not love Brussels sprouts. I feel like situationally I love Brussels sprouts. It never really works out when I cook them myself, but if I'm like yeah. out at a restaurant and I'll try them, then they're good. Like, they can be cooked in a good way. And I think I remember seeing something about them being, like, her favorite vegetable. And that's why she put that in there, because she's tired of defending Brussels sprouts. They are good. If you put them, like, you got to do a little bit of <laughs> olive oil, maybe a little bit of, like, brown sugar or something on them. But yeah. I just like mine with, like, some garlic, some olive oil, some salt and pepper, maybe a little, like, smoked red paprika. And you throw those bitches in the air fryer for a few minutes until they get good and crispy and that's yeah. literally my favorite 
I think that whenever um, we are drinking again, we need to <laughs> count how many times Brussels sprouts are mentioned and take a shot for each one. We would literally be drunk like halfway through the we, book. So she brings them up pretty early because it's something like oh, he makes her like a he makes her dinner and it's literally what was it like hot dogs and beans. Hot dogs, hot dogs and beans. Yeah. And so if you haven't had that, sorry, you're not from the South, you don't understand. Um and she's like, Oh yeah, this is actually good. Uh and so she's like, I'm gonna make you dinner, you know, the next day. And she's making her famous Brussels sprouts that he pretends to like, like a true gentleman. Like yeah, whenever Dan's like, like, Oh, yeah, it's good. And rather than being like, Oh, this is like really good and that's where I'm like, You're just trying to be nice, fucker. Yeah, it's like but, Brussels and salmon and he's like, Oh <laughs> Can't wait. So excited. Um so weird things keep happening, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the raccoons kill the chickens and mm-hmm. her car all of a sudden breaks down, but his brother Joe is going to fix it. He says, don't worry. And yeah. so we meet Joe a little bit later on. Um, also at one point early on in her stay, the sheriff comes to his house at um, sometime pretty late, like nine or 10 o'clock while they're sitting there watching TV and mm-hmm. is looking for this girl who was at Bree. Um, yeah. who has been missing for a couple weeks now, and Becker. yeah, and so he, the sheriff, Sheriff Almond is asking Calvin, "Do you know anything about this?" Because she was set to stay at your Airbnb, and he was yeah. like, "Well, I actually, marked her as a no show because she never showed up." Um, yeah. Well, Bree's sister is is looking for her, and so Sheriff Almond is in, investigating. Um, so lots of weird things, um, you know, here and there. She hears, uh, she hears a scream in the night, and he blames mm-hmm. it on, like, I think coyotes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, coyotes or wildcat or something. And, like, I wrote on day three, like, Calvin's falling fast, too fast. And then Charlotte gets into the picture. She's not a fan of Grace, of course, because, of course, they slept together once, and she has carried a flame for him. He doesn't see her that way, and so she's just, like, being catty to Grace the whole time. Calvin's, again, an inner monologue. It's like, I like when they fight. Sir? Sir. Sketch. Sir. Now, we here at Books, Booze, and Banter love a morally gray man, okay? We like a shadow daddy, That's been though. That's sad. Um, and it's so funny. We like a morally so gray much, man until now. Well, until reality. Because so much of what some of our favorite men have said, if a real man ever said that, we're like, mm, Sir, excuse you. What's wrong with you? That's this um, is a little possessive. Of that. This is an okay. example of that. <laughs> my house matched for my woman. Oof. Yeah. If you know, this you is know. An example. I like when they fight. Um, quick little sidebar. I'm so excited for you to read Throne of Glass because eventually you're going to meet my love of my life. I'm falling in love with him all over again. I adore him with my whole entire heart. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know why, really. I mean, I do, but I don't. We'll talk about it when you get there. Anywho. Yeah. At some point, we'll be covering Throne of Glass whenever I yes. eventually get through the book. <laughs> and, of course, we're going to eventually uh, get to Crescent City, et cetera, et cetera. We'll just do the whole Sarah J. Moss universe. Why not? You freaking have to at this point. It just 
Anywho, we're not going to get sidetracked. So, okay. Grace rides a horse and gets bucked off. <laughs> and this is um, where it gets kind of sketchy about Grace, though. Yes, this is where she starts to get sketched because she gets bucked off. She gets to go checked out at the doctor and she's like answering everything rapid fire. But when it comes with her name, she's like, bring mm-hmm. sevens. And then where she's from, she's like, uh, New York. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to pay, she's like, ooh, I can't remember my insurance company. I think it starts with a B. Yeah. Uh, she gets diagnosed with a mild concussion, but it's very selective, like what she's taking. Yeah, time what she remembers. remembers. Yeah. But then also another sketchy thing about Calvin, another red flag, is the fact that he makes it sound like the ranch is like barely staying afloat and that he can barely afford to keep it. And but then like her like so her doctor visit was, I don't know, four hundred bucks, three hundred bucks, whatever it was. And he just like pulls his card out and hands it it over, like, here you go. And so she's kind of like, what the hell? Like in her head, she's like, if the ranch is barely staying afloat, like how can you afford this? And then he also pays for something else too. um, It's at the the grocery store. It's like $200 at the grocery store. He buys roses and like stuff for his birthday barbecue. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, And so sketchy things about both of them at this point, mainly Calvin, Mm -hmm. but also a little bit Grace, too, because you're kind of getting the gist that she has a secret. And Grace, what are you not sharing? Right. And in her POV, she's getting more and more suspicious about Calvin, but is also like flirting with him and seems to be falling for him, too. She thinks that Brianna is in the basement. And notices that there's no lock on the door at some point, but I don't think she ever actually. No, she she picks the lock. She She picks the lock with like. She picks it and she does go down there at some point. I don't know at what point during, but goes down there and she finds like all of these like boxes of like family photographs. And so, long story endless. At one point, another Airbnb guest comes to stay, and she's like, "What the fuck." Um, like I was supposed to be the only one and he's like, Oh, this guy's just kind of passing through. He'll be gone. And it's this old drunk guy. Well, she's going down there looking through his shit and she finds, yeah, she finds a photo album that has a picture of young Calvin and young Joe, his brother standing with this Airbnb guest, Albert. Okay. So lo and behold, it's his uncle. But then she also finds his guest sign in book for the Airbnb and Mm -hmm. the most recent name on there is Bree. Brianna Becker. Yeah. And, and so that's how she knows that she on, was there. Yeah. Later on, like in the kind of climax, after she finds that in the book, she finds the book again or it's like left out or something and her name's not in it. Bree's name isn't in it anymore. It's gone. And she's mm-hmm. like, I know I'm not crazy. That name was in it. Yeah. But it um, still doesn't stop her from sleeping with him, though. It does not. It doesn't. It doesn't. And then, or yeah, lo and behold. They, no, they bang before that happens, actually. Oh, okay. That's, um, that, I don't have it all in order. But lo and behold, what was it? Like a cougar <laughs> or like a mountain lion or something shows up while he leaves her out there, like, you know, naked in the grass. And then all of a sudden, a mountain lion is there. Oh, like, what? Yeah, she gets attacked by <laughs> um, So, Joe she will come to that. check out the car. Uh, yeah, no, she's fine. <laughs> Um, he creeps Grace out. They end up going to like get a beer after and he's still being just like very creepy, very touchy, very gross. Um, 
it's like thrown out there that Joe caused the accident that killed Lisa, Calvin's ex-girlfriend, because he was driving. Mm-hmm. Um, he even gets compared to Ted Bundy. <laughs> but um, she slaps and punches him. Or she slaps him, and I think Calvin punches him. They have this whole big fight. And then the next day, everybody's kind of hungover. Grace is, like, kind of cold towards Calvin at first. They have the barbecue. This is when we meet Wyatt, who's a deputy, and he's Charlotte's ex. He's, uh, or no, he's him, and, one that him and Charlotte with. are, they're, they're together, like, right now. But they were, like, temporarily, no. like, broken up, weren't they? He was trying to get back together with her. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. She's focused on Calvin, yeah. Yeah, and, and he then, doesn't know that him and Calvin uh, are friends. Yeah, that's why he's reading Colleen Hoover. Because <laughs> he wants yeah. to get back to, he's trying to win her back. But he doesn't know that Calvin and Charlotte slept together like a month ago. Yeah, and then that's, that's when Calvin and Grace bang after the barbecue. She gets attacked by a mountain lion. Sheriff Allman we- shows back up again. And then this is when we meet Albert, too. Yeah. What about the part where she fell into, like, the pit of dead animals? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Before, before the mountain lion shows up, apparently, like, mountain lions or whatever, like, drag all of, like, their corpses and drag all of their prey into, like, a designated, like, area. And so she yeah. falls into, like, this pit of, like, disgusting, rotting, dead animals. And I just, yeah. like, while reading that, I was, like, gagging. Yeah, that was pretty fucking gross. That was really gross. I, I honestly thought, I'm like, this is suspicious. This is not the mountain lions. He's blaming it on the mountain lion, and it's his. But <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, I bet there's bodies under, like, human bodies underneath those animal bodies. Oh, my gosh. That would have been, you know. Creepy to cover up the smell, you know, to cover up yeah. the smell of like the human bodies, you gotta cover it up with something else that's also gross. Well, so animal now bodies. Give a serial killer out there an idea. So good job. Probably so. <laughs> what can I say? Maybe it's me. Who I feel like knows? I, I feel like I learned a lot about animals. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, mountain lions do that. Raccoons kill chickens. Yeah. Who who knew? <laughs> Um, you know <laughs> yeah learning all oh, kinds of oh. animal stuff another red flag so he's got all these books and stuff like in the airbnb and that was one of the things that like endeared him to her he bought all of them before grace came because he stalked her and knew that she liked books yeah creepy um, because literally she opened up one and like the receipt fell out and it was dated like two days before she came yeah and then at some point, Charlotte and Calvin get into an argument, and he gets violent and pushes her. She hits her head, like, on the rocks, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, whatever, I'm done keeping your secrets. And I think she says she, like, tells Joe everything. And then after that, Calvin drops the I love you bomb after knowing this woman for a week. Woof. And then she's like, okay, goes to bed and wakes up to Albert's drunk ass, like, snuggling in the bed with her. So that's another creepy thing. Well, and one thing that we forgot to mention, too, was, like, whenever she um, first gets there, there's no lock on the door. But then he does install a lock, but it's installed backwards. So it locks from the outside. That's what I was talking about with the no lock on the door then. And yeah, because on day eight, I put lock is on the outside. 
Oh. Yeah, and she gets, like, stuck in there at some point, and she's, like, really convinced that he locked it from the outside, and then he, like, comes in, he's like, no, it was just stuck, or whatever, you know, yeah. and she's like, bullshit. Um, it turns out that their mom murdered their dad, and then herself, and Joe starts, he started a fire. <laughs> There's so much that happens, it's like, coming back to me. <laughs> It's also like a fire before, wasn't there? Because her, yeah. like the mom had tried to burn the house down, like after she, yeah. or like, like before she killed herself or whatever. And so yeah. there was like a partial fire. And so, yeah. But anyway, so then it kind of gets to like the climax where like Joe is kind of like going crazy mm-hmm. and like tries to take, um, what did he say? Take something from Calvin or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. He because he's always kind of been in his him. shadow. And so he's setting the house on fire or like sets the curtains on fire as like Calvin mm-hmm. and Albert were gone to go get alcohol. And then they come mm-hmm. back just in time and you know, whatever. Calvin Betty gives again. Uh, Grace a creepy warning. You shouldn't have come here. Grace. Okay. And then the next day, Albert. It's also crazy because at the barbecue, they're talking about how she hasn't been taking her medi- medicines recently. I know, I know. And so you're like, in this town of Dubois. Yeah, I don't think you can trust anybody <laughs> in this town. Definitely not Charlotte, not Betty, not Calvin, not Joe, because he might have killed mm-hmm. Lisa. You know, so there's there's a lot going on here. There is. We don't trust nobody. So Albert gets found dead by the bees it turns out he's hella allergic and everyone's like why was he even out there the sheriff comes and he threatens calvin with arrest if he has to come back out to the ranch and calvin's like trying to save whatever romantic with grace he tries to kiss her one time but it's like really sloppy and weird and he's just kind of like fraying at the edges She's like, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm not going to do this again. And he's like, I know you think you are. And she's like, what'd you say? And he's like, I know you are. And so he's just, he's unraveling. Okay. Yeah. She has he's this really vivid shit. dream that uh, Calvin kills her in this really vivid dream. And then she wakes up. Lo and behold, he is trying to keep her there. So he drank a whole bunch of whiskey after she goes to bed, right? And then she's, mm-hmm. like, packing up or whatever. He slept in late. He's like, oh, shit, I'm going to miss her leaving. She's packing her stuff. He's like, okay, bye. She tries to start the car. It doesn't work. She's like, bitch, I thought you fixed it. He's like, I did. Let me look. And he's fake tinkering. And then she gets out of the car. He attacks her. And she's like, he- <laughs> I'm she's not like, going oh, hell no. to fight. She tackles the fuck out of him (laughs) against the thing. Uh, Bites his pinky off, basically. (laughs) Yeah. And then runs into the house. He's like, oh, I like when they fight. Let's play this game. He's fucking singing Amazing Grace, chasing after her. (laughs) So now we know Calvin is fully unhinged. (laughs) Fully unhinged. He finds her with a knife, but he's like, man, like, whoa what's going on like i'm getting a little woozy he's starting to get paralyzed she she drugged him with the she drugged his coffee yeah like with his coffee coffee or whatever that morning because it was morning like he he woke up and he was freaking out thinking that he had missed her and she had set like a hot cup of coffee on the counter for him like here you go you know and he drank it 
and she had uh, dosed his coffee. And so here he is, like, about to kill her, drag, like, I think he had dragged her or something in, like, the bedroom or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, but actually he, you know, starts to feel a little funky. Mm Mm-hmm. So she's got a knife. Uh, She gets him to confess that he's the one that killed Lisa. She was a travel nurse, (laughs) which I had forgotten about. And got another assignment, and he was pissed that she wasn't going to stay. And she was like, we can still make it work. And so he rammed the car into, like, a tree. Or, no, an elk. Into an elk. An elk, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Joe was passed out in the back, like, drunk passed out in the back. And so she gets, like, gored by the elk horns. And he gets out and puts Joe in the front seat. It makes it seem like Joe was doing it the whole time, yeah. Um, yeah. And so after she, or he confesses, she asks where Bree is. And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's still alive. She's in like the shed. And the shed he's out like there. begging for his life. Um, yeah, it's right past the bees. Mm-hmm. He's begging and that's for where his Albert life. was she, going because he heard the scream. Yeah. Because she, she heard a scream fell. in her sleep too, whenever she first yes. got there. And that's, yeah, that's where we connected a yeah, because it really was Bree and not the coyotes. And she ends up stabbing the fuck out of him. He mounted Multiple the times. heads. I forgot about that. I was going to say, do, do you remember the closet mounted. situation where she opens up his yeah. closet and there's like the heads and like skins or whatever of yeah. like previous victims with like names like on a plaque, like these are your trophies. Yeah. And then there was one for Bree and there was one for Grace. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my god. So this is really when the twists start happening because I'm like, okay, we knew Calvin was creepy, so we're validated there. Didn't know how fucking creepy and twisted he was that he's got these heads mm-hmm. mounted on plaques. Okay, that's a whole other fucking level. Yeah, Texas very Chainsaw twisted. Massacre, Ed Gein kind of shit. And then yeah, um, that's what I was thinking. Even he's more probably got a twist. nipple belt somewhere. <laughs> right? Um, so Grace goes and frees Brie, and she's like, okay, I'll let you free him, get the fuck out of here. And th- so that's when I was kind of like, are there. I was like, now wait one minute. Brie was like, minute. wait, can I come you're... with you? And she's like, nope, you're lucky I didn't kill you. And I'm like, yeah, oh. she's like, there's, okay. there's Wi-Fi at the house, so you can call for help. And she's like, excuse me, ma'am. What the fuck? Because <laughs> wa- she um, found out there was Wi-Fi, it was just like disconnected, right? Yeah, yeah. He had told he, her he that. Like unplugged he unplugged it. Her but there was yeah, no Yeah, because he wanted her to was. call the cops. Yeah, he yeah. wanted her to call the cops. Um, so she she dips out, dyes her hair, and then dips in her. Goes mm-hmm. to the gas station. The guy still recognizes her, even with her hair dyed. And then he's like, okay, bye, Avery. And she's like, what? And he's like, you left your license here. I was trying to chase you down and get it, but you were, like, so, pulling out like a bat out of hell. Yeah, so not actually a bad guy. Yeah. Sorry we doubted you, creepy gas station man. Yes. So her real name is Avery Adams, and she blows up the fucking gas station to cover her tracks. Blows up the gas station? Yeah, she blew up the gas station because he knew her real name. Oh, yeah. I I guess that has completely slipped my mind because I do not recall that. I mean, it's yeah, been a minute. She read blows this. up the gas station. She's a whole ass serial killer, and then she's got a husband and two kids waiting for her at home. Yeah, 
A husband, she's in Chicago, husband, two kids, and she, what, said that she's on some kind of, like, wellness retreat or something like that, or some kind of Mm -hmm. mind-body yoga thing, and, like, Mm -hmm. one of her daughters is like, oh, I want to come with you next time, and she's like, maybe you can whenever you're older, Mm -hmm. and basically, like, Mm -hmm. that's, like, her, like, her year-to-year, her annual thing, whenever she, like, hits the dark target on the map, like, she's going to, she's basically, like, an Airbnb killer, like, she does this yeah. every year because she describes it as killing us like an itch that she needs to scratch. And so every year, she'll just like, boom, where am I going? I'm going to Dubois, Wyoming, and I'm going to book an Airbnb and kill him. So it just so happens, she says, that it really just so happens that this guy ended up being like a killer too. And so really, she's just like, it sounds like all the previous ones were like just innocent Airbnb owners that she, yeah. you know, killed. Um, And then in the very last line of the book, it says that, you know, she felt an itch in the middle of her back. So, you know, do with that what you will. Yeah. She, uh, she blew up the Gunslinger 66. That was the name of the gas station. I Um, completely forgot about that. Yeah. So blood soaked clothing, license, credit cards, and anything else that ties me to that identity. Grace Evans was dead. Same with that poor old schmuck. They both didn't exist anymore. Um, I was just thinking yeah. that she blew up the car, like, with with all of that stuff in it. I was thinking no, that she... she returned the car. Oh, okay. I was thinking that she, like, bought it for, like, super cheap from somebody or something, but I may oh, be confusing no. it with another okay. book. Okay, she... Nope, she did. She The most she'd driven to the ranch was purchased privately for 500 cash. From a shady mm-hmm. guy who couldn't say more than a few words, the VIN had been scraped off, so she knew it was stolen. Even better. Yeah, and then she that's what it was. Car after she ditched that one. Yeah. Yeah, and gotcha. Then, yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's it. You know, I kind of want like a part two, like the a continuation of Avery Adams and her escapades of the Airbnb oh, yeah. killings. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be great. I think that'd but, be great. Yeah, Geneva, if you're listening, let us know. I know. You know, we're there, she's doing a... Um, the perfect divorce. The perfect marriage right now. I know, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm the perfect excited. divorce. So I'm excited to see what that's about but you yeah, already mentioned really like this one i did too but you mentioned like you pictured jensen ackles as uh calvin did you picture anybody as avery slash grace i didn't i don't know why i feel like honestly there's a lot of little blonde actresses out there so take your picture. yeah <laughs> I, I don't know, like, even though she's not blonde like i kind of pictured a little bit of like a young Amy Adams a little bit, but just because yeah. she like seems like you know somebody who's named Grace and is like so kind, but absolutely. You know. There, I can't um, never think of the actress's name, um, which she might still be a little bit on the younger side right now, but um, she looks just like Amy Adams. She played her younger version in Sharp Objects. Mm-hmm. I know and who you're talking really about. Guy. I can't she, think of her name. She's in it as well. She's still, I think she's still like in her early 20s. So she might be a little, a little bit young for the role, but mm-hmm. she's a really good actress. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I love I it. Get... And then I love the handprint on the. <laughs> ah, on that the looks cool. Book. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Okay. I read it on Kindle. So I did not get that effect, but she's I showing me you. the book that itself, it literally has like a bloody handprint on there. Yeah. 
I did too. I um, have it on Kindle, but I saw it at Target today, and I figured, why not? Why not? I really like this collection. one a lot. Yeah. I know we had like, you give our it little criticisms of The Perfect Marriage, but I really, really liked this. But that was like her debut novel too, wasn't it? At least her debut thriller. She's okay. had a couple of other books too, so I think that was. Her I was first thinking thriller. it was like her first one, and so literally for for it being the first debut novel or like a first thriller, like it was definitely good for for its kind. And so I thought this one, I guess because it was afterwards, I felt like it was a yeah. little bit better, like tied up all of the loose ends. Whereas like I didn't feel like the perfect marriage did that. But yeah. it was still a really good book, and this was really good. Scale of one to ten, I gave it like I don't know, probably like eight, eight point five, I'd say. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I did eight point five. I gave it four stars on Goodreads. I did too. I yeah, I mean that's the thing is is I don't know. I think I only reserve five stars for just books that really, yeah, just blow me away or just really yeah. like I didn't see it coming. And like this one definitely still had some plot twists, like that 180 at the end where it's like, Oh wait, yeah. she's, she's flipping the script and she's about to kill him. No, I wasn't expecting that all too much, but you know, I give it, yeah. I feel like for me, like an 8.5 or like a four out of five, that's basically, you know, the equivalent of, of a five for somebody else. Really anything like seven and above is a book that I really enjoyed like mm-hmm. seven out of 10 and above or like 3.5 to five stars. Those are books yeah. that I really enjoyed. I would recommend. They may not be something that I'm just like super, super gushing about all the time, but I still really, sure. really, really like them. And that's how I feel about this one. I have told a lot of people to read this book, actually. I, it's, yeah. It's a good I one. It makes it. me even more excited to read more from her in the future. I, I know. And I'm excited for The Perfect Divorce. And then there's another one that mm-hmm. she has, too that home is where the bodies are i've been trying yes. to get a net galley copy of this book for a month at this point and i need net galley to quit playing around and give me the fucking book <laughs> i'm going to i want to pre-order it too because um it takes place in the 90s and like this group of siblings finds Ooh. these uh old vhs tapes and stuff i think mm-hmm. it's around like their parents murder or something i don't know Sounds really cool, and then the actual like book looks like a VHS tape, and then there's Ooh, like a Barnes Noble exclusive where the dust jacket is literally like a VHS sleeve, and I want that. Oh, so you girls okay. can have That's to good. pre-order that. Yeah, yeah. So sure. I'm excited about that one. Like I said, I think she's really like coming into her own as a thriller. I think so too. I'm she, I think she'll definitely be one of our like. Like our Stacey Willingham, like every single thing that she, you know, auto releases buy. will definitely be, you know, auto buy and go ahead and put that on the pod. Um, but yeah, you have our book review. Sorry, there was no booze today, but you know, if yeah. you are doing dry January, keep it up. We're almost there. Or if you're doing jam- damp January, we're proud of you too. Uh, Indeed. And so, yeah, you have our book review and... Uh, I think next we are going to do, because we'll be recording around Valentine's Day, whenever she comes back into town. And mm-hmm. so we'll actually be together and we'll do uh, The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. Indeed. Something something sweet and gushy for, you know, Valentine's Day, whether you're, you know, single as a Pringle or in a couple or in a thruple or in a quadruple or whatever, you know. I am going in with my mind open. <laughs> It was cute, okay? 
I'm going to have to reread it because it's been quite a while since I've read it. But it was cute. Speaking of romance, the topic, Geneva Rose, she wrote a little romance. And it's like, it's a date again. And it's funny to all that uh, gets into, or she hits her head or something. She gets hit by a car. And she has amnesia. And so like 50 three guys dates. show up. Yeah, three guys show up and they're all like, I'm your boyfriend. And she has to figure out like which one she was running to confess her love to. It is cheesy in the way all rom coms are, but it had me sure. giggling. Okay. It's got it her cute. humor in it. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really cute. I read it after Iron Flame. Well, I'll and have to add it to my list. It's really short. It's only like 250 pages. I thought it was really cute. I'm not super into romance, as y'all know. So I was just like, okay, I get it. This is cute. Yeah. But um, yep. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was really funny. It had me laughing. It got me out of my Iron Flame hangover. So again, look, I'm rose. still in it. I'm still in it. I'm very, I, have, I still have so many theories and so many things. And, you know, anyway, it's fine. This is, you know, on a different topic. Um, but yeah. we have our book review and so go read it if you haven't already, or if you were just listening because you needed something to talk about in your book club and you didn't feel like reading it. Now you have all the information you need, or at least the high points, <laughs> um, go back and listen to our episode over the perfect marriage. If you haven't, because we love mm-hmm. some Geneva Rose and mm-hmm. be sure and rate, review, subscribe, like, tell your mom, tell your dog, tell your aunt and like us on Facebook at Books, booze, and banter. And follow us on Instagram. Books, banter, podcast. And then also you can follow us on TikTok now that we're trying to be a little bit more active on there and trying to make some videos at Books, Banter, Podcast. Or did I say send us an email? No. But you can send us an email at booksbanterpodcast at gmail.com. Ooh, I think that my microphone just disconnected, but that's okay. Uh, Yeah, send us an email, and (laughs) thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.